number one internet shock radio network. Fuck you. Renegade Talk Radio. Oh, well, good evening. It's a Thursday evening. Richie here. I got the microphone all to myself. Marlon's not here. How about that? Well, now I won't be interrupted. A lot of good things to talk about, a lot of important things that I want to talk to you about this evening has to do with the news and what's being reported and what's not being reported. This airplane crash is out of control. A little bit of tears for fears. in the uh, 4th District in uh, Connecticut. He's running as a Republican, and he is telling his uh, constituency that will soon be his exactly what he's going to do and how he's going to clean things up and make this country uh, take it back the way it was. Anyway, welcome to the show. Richie and Marla on RenegadeTalkRadio.com. Ronch uh, did a show, and then we got Carl, of course, and Leah was on Monday. Anyway, in the news today, one of the things that we, uh, one of the one of the a lot of the shows that we did over the past uh, year going back from this past january to the january january before we had bill dean on from uh, formerly of cbs news and uh bill uh, always uh, gave us a lot of insight as to what was going on and he worked for cbs for 30 some years as a news assignment editor worked at kyw in philadelphia and a lot of radio stations very well known a really nice guy and a very very professional uh, broadcaster and we used to talk about uh, cheryl atkinson and cheryl atkinson um and a lot of people might not know who she is a lot of people do basically Cheryl Atkinson was having a lot of problem with the bosses over at um, <clears throat> over at the CBS and the reason for that was because Cheryl was uh, digging up the truth about Benghazi and the fast and furious scandals of the abominable administration and so we were following it very closely and uh, we were hoping one day that Cheryl could come on the renegade just for a short interview would have been great but I don't know if that's going to happen or not but uh, Cheryl uh, basically uh, today um, she she quit her job. She quit CBS News. And also that came out that she also tried to quit a year ago. And uh, so she announced this week that she is leaving the network. The culmination of a series of clashes, Renegade Nation, between the investigative reporter and her bosses. Now, I want you to listen to this very, very closely. You're not getting the news that you're supposed to be getting from the three major networks. I'm sorry, four. That includes Fox. So you get ABC, CBS, NBC, and, of course, Fox. People familiar with this situation say that Atkinson actually attempted to resign a year ago. A year ago, Renegade Nation, even starting to clean out her desk 
in the Washington CBS Bureau. And the uh, news chairman of CBS, Jeff uh, Fager, talked her out of leaving last March, promising that some of the issues that she had raised would be addressed. Now, based on those assurances, Renegade Nation, Atkinson returned to work full time and dropped her efforts to terminate the uh, her contract. But the differences proved it proved to be not good. It was an atmosphere that has drawn complaints from some other reporters and producers, while Fager, who is the uh, CBS News chairman, a veteran newsman who is also the executive director, uh, executive producer of 60 Minutes, commands considerable respect, Renegade Nation, in the news division. There is concern among some of the rank and file about the difficulty of getting management to approve tough stories and this is why we are not getting the information that we the people are supposed to be receiving from these networks and Cheryl Atkinson is one of these people that investigate they don't she doesn't care about Democrat or Republican she doesn't care about liberal or conservative she doesn't care about anything religion doesn't matter she's gonna get down to the truth the truth that's what we want we want the truth And it was against this backdrop that Atkinson recently submitted her resignation again, and this time the network agreed to let her out of her contract early. The departure underscores the gulf that has developed between CBS Brass and the reporter who has doggedly pursued a variety of stories, including such abominable administration debacles as Benghazi and the botched Fast and Furious investigation into gun running. If you recall, we have talked about this forever on Renegade. Asked on Wednesday about the difficulties she faced getting airtime, Atkinson said in a brief interview, quote, it's not a matter of me being on the air. It's the idea that so few of the incredibly interesting and important original and investigative topics I brought to the table often exclusively could find no home at CBS in the past three years or so. As for her departure from CBS News after two decades, Atkinson said, I feel good about it. She was doing her job, getting the information that we need to know, and they said no. While media reports have focused on Atkinson's investigations of the abominable administration, those familiar with the situation say she was stymied, stymied in getting airtime for stories beyond politics, including corporate scandals and a wide range of other subjects, Renegade Nation. None of the investigative stories that Atkinson proposed in the past year were greenlighted for the CBS Evening News. In fact, most of her pitches were turned down. She would she wound up working on stories that the network assigned, say those familiar with the matter, including a string of investigative pieces on health care, but her output has declined significantly since 2008 and Renegade Nation, that is true. You don't we we didn't see much of Cheryl Atkinson at all. They just cut her out. Bill Dean talked about this a lot of times on, on Renegade. Beyond the nightly newscast, Atkinson's work last year appeared on, uh, appeared on CBS the, 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 this morning and Sunday morning as well as on the web. Atkinson is working on a book tentatively scheduled <clears throat> out for November, that come out in November, called Stonewalled, One Reporter's Fight for the Truth in Obama's Washington. 
I hope to explore the unseen influences on and manipulation of the images and information the public receives in the media, whether it's online, on Wikipedia, or on social media such as Facebook and Twitter, or on television, she told the interviewer. CBS said in a statement that Atkinson is leaving the news division to pursue other endeavors. That's what they always say. And we appreciate her many contributions and we wish her well. Now, Miss Atkinson... Renegade Nation, can now get together with Stossel, John Stossel, and Britt Hume, and reminisce about the good old days when they all worked for legitimate news agencies. Again, remember the word legitimate. We are not getting the news that we're supposed to be getting. She called it stonewalling. Previously on this network, we have called it whitewashed. All you need to do is hear the news from the perspective of the international broadcast and you'll learn how much is deleted and what a sham the news coverage really is to say nothing of the bias. You see it all the time. I watch CBS, NBC, and ABC. And guess what, Renegade Nation? Just tonight, I watched the news. and They had the same stories almost in the same lineup. They're not telling you anything. Why should they? But that's what the FCC is there for, Renegade Nation. They're supposed to be controlling these networks. And they have been told not to deliver this type of news. Cheryl Atkinson is one of the last, in in fact, the last major investigative reporter that we are ever going to see. Like Bill Dean said uh, a long time ago, they changed investigative reporting, the words investigative on CBS anyway, to original programming, original news, not investigative. When we come back, we're going to talk about another big company called Target. We talked about this in December when they got hacked. And we're going to get into more detail about that. And we're gonna we're gonna explain a little bit more detail how and how and why that scam from the target side worked. You you're gonna be absolutely shocked. Anyway, Richie here, continuing on Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk Radio. Marla should be here very shortly, and we'll be right back. To let me know Should I stay or should I go If you say that you are mine I'll be here till the end of time More smoking content than a Jamaican spliff. You're listening to Blunt Talk on Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation. RenegadeTalkRadio.com. Richie here and Marla. It's Thursday evening. Just got done talking about Cheryl Atkinson at CBS. Why they don't tell you the truth. You don't deserve to know the truth. We're going to be talking about Target next. What they did to everybody in December. Remember when they got hacked? talking about that. We're going to tell you what kind of a sloppy company and mismanaged company they really are. A little bit of ACDC to start your Friday morning. Yeah. Are you women who are the man on the street and not my wits? 
anybody interfering interfering with me and bothering me. It's great. Man, I think I might just do this by myself. That. You don't know how much we appreciate it. All the downloads, all the emails, the thank yous, uh, all of our Facebook friends, Twitter friends, everybody all around. Stitcher, all our friends on Stitcher, we thank you. If you want to be on the air, you know how to contact us. Thank you to Ronch Fox. Ronch is back on Renegade. Back when we started this whole thing in 2004, we were the inventors of all of this. Where do you think it all started from, Renegade Nation? In fact, we started it in 1999 with a company called Voice America. That's right. I was one of the co-founders of it. Yeah, we started this whole thing on talk radio. And this stupid mainstream media didn't know anything. They didn't even know what streaming was in 1999. Remember that? I remember when I called CBS or it was NBC or one of them. They didn't even know what I was talking about. I go, are you streaming? And they went, huh? <laughs> stupid fucks. I remember uh, in December when everybody was Christmas shopping and everybody was real happy and running around buying all the presents for Santa Claus. Remember all that back in uh, in uh, November and December? Well, there's a story out today. We talked about this when it happened, as you well know. This is in Bloomberg's Business Week. I'm going to read this to you. Um, Target, the retail store, they... After the, they started doing the investigation on how the hackers got into the Target mainframes and stole all the 40 million credit cards and addresses and all the information they're supposed to fucking protect. We're going to tell you how they blew it. How they absolutely blew it. And when you hear what I have to say, what that CEO of Target had to say, the way he took the words and changed them around of course, it was written by a lawyer. He's not that smart. Is he? The biggest retail hack in U.S. history was not particularly inventive, nor did it appear destined for success. In the days prior to Thanksgiving 2013, someone installed malware in Target and their security and payment system designed to steal every credit card used at the company's 1,797 U.S. stores, Renegade Nation, at the critical moment when the Christmas gifts have been scanned and bagged and the cashier asked for the swipe, the malware would step in, capture the shopper's credit card number, and store it on a Target server commandeered by the hackers. This is how bad their management is. The hackers were that smart to put it on another target server and keep it there for when they needed it. It's a measure of how common these crimes have become and how conventional the hackers approach, in this case, that target was prepared for such an attack. Well, six months earlier, 
The company began installing a $1.6 million malware detection tool made by a computer security firm called FireEye. Now, I was in this business in the 80s, and I remember when we talked about this in December, when we found out about this, that they didn't want to spend any money to protect their customers' accounts, if you recall. Well, anyway... They got this computer security firm called FireEye, whose customers include the CIA and the Pentagon. Target had a team of security specialists in Bangalore, wherever the hell that's at, to monitor its computers around the clock. Hmm. If Bangalore noticed anything suspicious, Target's security operations center in Minneapolis would be notified. Yeah, they'd be notified. So on Saturday, November 30th, the hackers had set their traps and had just one thing to do before starting the attack. And guess what that was, Renegade Nation? Plan the data's escape route. It's like a bank robbery. You know, if you're gonna rob a bank, you have, a, you have it all planned out. How are you gonna enter the bank? How are you gonna rob the bank? How are you gonna pull all this off? And then the getaway. That's right, the getaway. So this time it's only data. So as they uploaded the malware to move the stolen credit card numbers, first to staging points around the United States to cover their tracks, and then into their computers in Russia, FireEye spotted them. That's right, Renegade Nation. FireEye, the company that was hired by Target, spotted the hackers. So in Bangalore, they got an alert, that's where FireEye is, and flagged the security team in Minneapolis. That's where Target is headquartered. Well, guess what happened? Guess. Nothing. Nothing happened. For some reason, Renegade Nation, Minneapolis didn't react to their sirens. Bloomberg Businessweek spoke to more than 10 former Target employees familiar with the company's data security operation, as well as eight people with specific knowledge of the hack and its aftermath, including former employees, security researchers, and law enforcement officials. The story they tell is of an alert system installed to protect the bond. Let me repeat that again to you. The story they tell is of an alert system installed to protect the bond between the retailer and the customer. That worked beautifully. But then, Target stood by as 40 million credit card numbers and 70 million addresses and phone numbers and other pieces of personal information gushed out of its mainframes. It just gushed out all over the place. So, when asked to respond to a list of specific questions about the incident and the company's lack of an immediate response to it, Target Chairman and President and Chief Executive Officer Greg Seinhuffel issued an email statement. Now, listen to this closely. Renegade Nation, listen. Target was certified as meeting the standard for the payment card industry, PCI, in September of 2013. Nonetheless, we've suffered a data breach. No shit, Sherlock. As a result, we are conducting an end-to-end -end review of our people, processes, 
and technology to understand our opportunities to improve data security and are committed to learning from this experience. Can you imagine the audacity and the balls to say that? While we are still in the midst of an ongoing investigation, we have already taken significant steps including beginning the overhaul of our information security structure and the acceleration of our transition to chip-enabled chip -enabled cards. When we talked about that back in December on Renegade, if you remember that show. However, as the investigation is not complete, we don't believe it's constructive to engage in speculation without the benefit of the final analyses. What the fuck does that mean? I'll tell you what it means. He got busted. And he tried to work his way around it with the interpretation of words. You can take each one of those words and change them into any meaning that you want to. Oh, what about the 40 million people that got fucked over? Oh, you gave them free credit uh, uh, counseling? Oh, whippy-doo. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're so sweet and nice. Oh, God. Oh, thank you. Well, anyway, Renegade Nation, <clears throat> more than 90 lawsuits now have been filed against Target by customers and banks. The banksters are even going after them for negligence and compensatory damages. That's on top of other costs, too, which analysis estimate could run into the billions. <clears throat> billions. All they had to do is spend like $30 million, $40 million to install a system that would, that would never gotten them into this mess, and now it's going to cost them billions. What kind of management is that? The shareholders of Target should shit-can the whole board of directors and the CEO and start over. How blatant, how stupid are these people? They're dumb. Oh, now Target spends $61 million through February 1st. Oh, really? Oh, responding to the breach, according to its fourth quarter report to investors, it set up a customer's response operation, and in an effort to regain lost trust, the CEO promised that consumers won't have to pay any fraudulent charges stemming from the breach. <clears throat> well, Target's profit, if you didn't hear this, Renegade Nation, for the holiday shopping period fell 46% from the same quarter the year before because the number of transactions suffered its biggest decline since the retailer began reporting the statistic in 2008. Now listen to this. This even gets, it gets worse. The lies, the deceit, the cover-up, the bullshit in testimony before Congress, Target has said that it was only after the U.S. Department of Justice notified the retailer about the breach in mid-December that company investigators went back to figure out what happened. What it hasn't publicly revealed, Renegade Nation, pouring over computer logs, Target found FireEyes alerts. Listen to me. Listen closely here. Target found fire eyes alerts from November 30th and more from December 2nd when the hackers installed yet another version of the malware. Not only should those alarms have been impossible to miss, they went off early enough that the hackers hadn't begun transmitting the stolen card data out of the network. 
have the company security team responded when it was supposed to renegade nation the theft that has since engulfed Target <clears throat> touched as many as one in three American consumers and led to an international manhunt for the hackers never would have happened at all because they didn't do their job. They didn't protect their, cons- their consumers. They didn't protect their customers. They don't care about you. Why would they care about you? You know, the heart of Target's anti-hacking operations, it's in some little closet in a corner room on the sixth floor of a building in downtown Minneapolis. There are no internal facing windows, just a locked door. Visitors ring a bell, you know, and then they let you in. Now, have you seen one of these security operations before? You've seen them. You know, they're all basically the same. Inside, these analysts sit in front of rows and rows of screens that monitor Target's billion-dollar IT infrastructure. Government agencies often build their own uh, security, <clears throat> their, their own security operations. I mean, what are these analysts, they call them analysts. What are these analysts doing? What are they doing? Playing with themselves? Watching porn? What are they doing? It's amazing. I'm going to read you a comment on a post from the Bloomberg Business Week. I'm not going to mention his name. As a retired IT professional who worked in private and government firms, I can tell you that ignorant management is rampant. When the ignorant manager is in the IT department itself, it makes matters worse. And in-depth investigation of this incident will probably reveal a low-level employee pleading, pleading with management to act, only to be rebuffed. This gentleman goes on to say, I once managed a network when I found child pornography on a computer. I reported it to the IT manager who told me to delete it and say nothing. He was afraid of bringing attention to the firm. I told him it was illegal to knowingly fail to report a felony and called the police. Perhaps something similar happened to Target. Who knows? Here's another one. A company the size of Target should have a team of CISSP certified staff just monitoring the transactions, not outsourcing it to Bangalore, whatever the hell it is, and dropping the ball in the process because of the nature of the work that this gentleman does. We have to have external review periodically to ensure all the security standards are up to code and in fact doing what they were intended to do. The target CIO, which is the chief information officer, already was terminated. The truth be told, I would term any employee involved in this debacle to be terminated. There's a complete incompetence and negligence. They didn't care. Why should they? They don't care about you. Just come in there and spend money. And so the hackers can steal it. They are approached all the time from security firms. They are approached to fix their problems, make sure the hackers don't get in. Malware, foulware, denware, whatever. 
but they don't care. That's why the hackers get in because they won't spend the money. So some smart script writer, whatever they call them, they go in there and they change the code and then they collect all the money. That's what they do. That's what they do. In fact, Ranch Fox today, they had, they had, a, he had a gentleman on today uh, on his show <clears throat> talking about all of this. And it wasn't because of that show that I'm talking about this, Renegade Nation. It just came out today in the news about how bad the management is at Target. All of those people, from the CEO, the whole management, executive management, should be, all of them should be fired immediately. The American team, the team in Minneapolis, they ignored the alert that came from FireEye. They did their job. They alerted them. There was a problem. Eh, who cares? Fuck it. I wonder if they, they probably weren't even trained correctly. That's probably the other part of it. Anyway. So I just wanted to get that off my chest. Renegade Nation, I would not go to Target. <clears throat> I told Marla, and she's not here. She's not going to be in. I told, uh, I would not, they're going to build a Target here in Maui. I would not go. I am never going into a Target, and get, a Target again. Ever. Ever. Because I have lost my confidence and my trust in going into a store like that. And I know a lot of them, you know, there's a lot of hackers out there and they're trying to steal the money and they're trying to get into the back. I, I understand all that. But the thing is that they knew they knew. If they didn't know, it's different. But they knew, and they didn't do anything about it. And they don't care. Because if they did care, it would have never happened. Period. But who cares? Eh. Oh, the poor CEO got a call. Oh, it's the Christmas season. They're all celebrating, jumping around. Oh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and Happy Hanukkah and all that happy, stupid bullshit. As the hackers are just stealing all the money. Right from underneath them. And a lot, you, you, you think the mainstream media is going to talk about this? You think those fucking morons, those ostrich media, you think they're going to say anything about this? No, they're not. They're not going to say a damn thing. They don't tell you anything. Any, they, don't, they, they, they made up so many stories about this missing airplane. I'm confused as to where is the airplane? The jet that crashed and they can't find it. They can find you. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? It's amazing what they want you to know. It's amazing what they don't want you to know. It's amazing. And they just keep on doing it, and you keep on eating it up. You keep on sitting there, sucking this bullshit in. You got to wake up, Renegade Nation. You got to tell your friends, hey, where is the plane? They can't find the plane? It's 60 tons? Big piece of metal? Oh, it just disappeared. Oh, now it's the pilot killed himself. And then this and then that and that and this and that. that, that. Even these aviation experts are all confused. They're confusing themselves by talking on, on TV and radio. They don't even know what the hell they're talking about. Do you think they'll find the plane? Or do you think this is a great diversionary tactic that they're using to do something else? So all we do is pay attention to the plane. The plane! Like Marla said, maybe Godzilla grabbed the plane. Those poor people. What kind of world is this? Can't you be happy and nice? Christ. If the thing crashed, if the pilot was nuts, who knows? But they can't find the plane. There's no pieces of the plane. In fact, if you watch very closely, 
the plane, the missing plane is dropping in the news. It's dropping. Like the other day, it was like the third story on CBS or NBC of one of them. Yeah. It's dropping. It's like, okay, man, you know? Oh, uh, uh, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Uh, yeah. Two, oh, 200 people, over 200 people lost their lives. Renegade Nation. Somebody out there knows what happened to this plane. They're not telling us. They can track everything. They can track everything. But they can't find the plane. It's missing. Where'd it go? Where is it? I don't know. Let's do an investigation. Maybe it'll pop up someplace. Oh, now it's over the Indian Ocean. Then it's over in the South China Sea. Then it's over here. And it's over land. And it's it's cloaked. That's what we said the other day here at Running. It's cloaked. It's flying around the world. Nobody knows it's there. Like Marlon said, the UFO's got it. Or whatever. Anyway, no, no, I'm gonna, I'm, we're going to take over. Renegade Nation, just want to say thank you so much uh, for listening to, to us and our uh, craziness. And I'm going to play this song because I like this song. This is a perfect song. This is a perfect song for um, uh, for uh, Tony. <laughs> Hell's Bells. Anyway, we'll be back very shortly. Don't forget, Carl's show will be on Saturday. And I, and I I can't wait to hear what he has to say. I mean, I love Carl's show. I love to hear him just he just pulls it out, man, and lets you have it. It's great. Anyway, Richie, Marla, RenegadeTalkRadio.com. We love you guys. We love everybody. We want peace. Stay healthy. Be cool. And for one thing, do not go to Target and shop. My name's Richie. We'll talk to you very soon. Enjoy the music. We're out of here. I love